and welcome. I'm Joe, And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for... Stage Door. Door. We have a fantastic hour for you, talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, giving you the inside info of all that's going on nationally, locally and digitally. And we're snooping around backstage to bring you the news and the gossip. Then, of course, we'll highlight our pick of the week. You can join us and take part in Name That Show. That's right. Can you guess the musical from the little snippets of music? We also have our quick quiz where Joe asks me five questions and I know the answers to an average of about three. Oh, don't be hard on yourself. Later on the show, don't miss Out of the Vault where we share the plot from a show that you might not have heard of. Then I have my co-stars from around the world in 80 days in a panel discussion, basically a chat, in a spotlight interview. And that's all coming before midday here on Stage Door. Live across the Thames Valley, this is River Radio. Yeah. Hello, Roddy. Oh, hello. Look at us zooming again all around the country. I know. I know. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are rehearsals? Oh, rehearsals for Adam's family that we're yeah. doing in Marlowe this weekend. They are going so well. Um, what, what I love about teaching students who want to go into the business is that we also teach technical theatre. Yeah. And so they used, uh, you know, the experimenting with building... Um, sets wallpapering like you name it they're doing it and yeah they're getting all these new skills which is fantastic and there's such a lovely group as well the cast they're so lovely together as a team yeah they are they're a great ensemble aren't they yeah oh good and looking back at the casting i think i have absolutely nailed it because (laughs) if you do say so yourself (laughs) absolutely only because they're all shining in their roles do you know what i mean so i'm really thrilled for them i i wonder what percentage of that as well is just the joy of being able to perform in a live show again I, I think also for Mark and I at Jam um, we, we've forgotten what to do do you know what I mean like it's been two years since we've put on a, a show yeah. it's madness yeah it's a bit rusty we're all getting a bit WD-40 in theatre so how's Barry and Edmonds absolutely stunning I mean mm. it's baking hot as I'm sure Marlo is as well today um, I've got the builders again so if you can hear oh. the merry sounds of chip chip chipping and wheelbarrows that's the okay. builders Lovely. I've also got a fly I mean really I need my own portable <laughs> radio studio don't I but then that said I often take solace from the fact that even when BBC Radio 4 moved the archers from Pebble Mill in Birmingham to the mailbox they didn't think about soundproofing so they got there and the head technician was like right we're going to have to put the studio inside they built a vacuum box inside it yeah because it's over a railway it's over a dual carriageway and it's over a canal so he's like I can hear everything Um, so yeah they cushioned the entire studio so yeah but What's really good, Roddy, is that we're in good company because obviously some of the other River Radio programmes this week have been in venues, so in cafes and things like that and outside. So, you know, it's all good. It's all good. So long as you can hear us, that's the main thing. Uh, I've also moved house this week, which has been absolutely exhausting. But enough about me. On to the shows. Right. Now, normally, mm-hmm. normally you are the mastermind behind these and you tell me which bit we're going to get and I yep. cut it up. I do mm-hmm. all the little snippety snipping. This week, you've got no idea what this is. I don't. Can, can <laughs> I'm you, so excited. Can you name that show? <laughs> and that's all you got. <laughs> 
<laughs> Joe's eyes are searching around, going, what is that? Let's could, hear it again. I could tell you what key it's in. I could write all the harmonies <laughs> for you. <laughs> go okay, on, let, go let's again, hear it go again. again. Ooh. I reckon I can guess the composer. Oh, do you? Yeah. Write it down, write it down, and we'll see whether uh, you're okay. right later. All right, all right. But, Joe, we don't want to know the composer. We want to name that show. Email yeah. joe at river.radio. Absolutely. I, I do have an inkling, actually. So I'm okay. um, looking forward to the next example, to be perfectly yeah, honest. That might, yeah. Well, that's the idea, isn't it? We, we make them a bit easier as we go through the yeah. hour. We get three different snippets, and by the end of the hour, we will play the full song. Absolutely. Right, before we lift the curtain... Right, so this is where we fish through our past lives, our histories, our CV, and find out a little <laughs> bit about each other. And something that I've been dying to ask you about, to be nosy about, is where okay. you train, because you occasionally mention a conservatoire and Australia, and I want to know the goss. Okay, so I think you know that I started having lessons near the Sydney Conservatoire, one of the teachers from there, when I was three and a half, believe it or not. That's um, like child prodigy levels, right? That's a bit embarrassing to talk about, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously studied, majored in music and all that kind of stuff, um, and drama, and then when I went to the Conservatoire of Music, it's called the Elder Conservatory of Music in Adelaide, and did uh, four years degree there but at the same time um because the building of the conservatoire which is the most it was such a beautiful old building as well like i really just love some of those architectural um places with fabulous concert halls in inside and you're making me go down memory lane now ruddy I, like i yeah i've just got such fond memories of it all uh i because it's based uh, that building was in the grounds of the University of Adelaide. Um, I also did uh, some extra subjects. So I studied uh, psychology as well as um, drama acting. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Hang on. So you're doing psychology alongside it? Yeah. Which feels like actually that's in the same world as acting. I might be quite wrong that a degree in psychology is very different, but you're still analysing how people think and behave, right? Oh, completely. I mean, in all fairness, I didn't finish the psychology because as, as you go through the years, it just gets busier and busier, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah, I imagine so I you were busy to... doing massive piano recitals. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there you go. But the interesting thing, Roddy, is one of my professors at the Conservatoire, um, a doctor, professor actually is, uh, Paul Rickard Ford, he was in England because he was British and he's the one that asked me to come over to the UK and work with him. Oh. So that's... Kind of quite sweet, isn't it? But actually, now he's head of piano at the Sydney Conservatory of Music, so he's back over there now. Piano like the fairies. Piano. Oh, piano. <laughs> Why? I shouldn't be allowed out. You really shouldn't. And I thought I was tired, darling. Listen, you, you didn't send me my coffee this morning. What's happening? I know. I'm sorry. I know you can do remote orders, and I should yeah. have had one delivered to you, really? shouldn't I? And truly. <laughs> Forgive Absolutely. me. This That's is okay. going to be a problem. If you've not had a coffee and I've only had one cup of tea, we're done for. If anyone's there, quick, quick. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, Roddy, I know that you have studied at the most amazing Bristol Old Vic drama school which is extremely highly regarded but also really hard to get into 
really hard to get into. It is, uh, and that's partly because the courses are so small. So yeah. there are some drama school courses where you're in groups of 40, and um, my year group was 14. Mm. And so with that Amazing. small group of people, it's a real ensemble. You do everything together, because sure. in some of those bigger courses, you're divided up into groups, which is great for doing different shows and working on different pieces together. But what's really amazing about those 14 is that we are super tight. You know, we mm. we learnt a lot from one another and, mm. and we were a wonderful blend of different ages and experiences and lives. Mm. Um, and I'm still very, very close with quite a lot of them. Um, well, I know because I've met a lot of those friends because you've introduced them to me and I'm just thinking, you know, how gorgeous is that? How wonderful is, is that? I absolutely loved it. It's nestled up in the Clifton area of Bristol. And you mentioned doing technical theatre as well. That's one of the things the school's famous for is it's got the widest range of technical related courses under one roof in Europe. Oh, wow. You know, it's training people in costume. It's training people in design mm. and in technical theatre at the same time as actors. And I absolutely, I have such fond memories of it. Now, again, just like you were saying about remembering Adelaide, isn't it always yeah. sunny in your head when, I mean, granted, Adelaide is more likely to be always sunny, but... True. Isn't it funny how you picture yeah. it in the sun? It just looking yeah. gorgeous and sun-kissed. Yeah. Um, uh, I was there with, at the same time, as some people whose careers are really taking off. You know, they're on telly. Okay. Shazard Latif was in Spooks yep. and he's now starring in a um, big TV series with Emma Thompson. Um, Pearl Mackey was the Doctor Who assistant we, a couple of yep. years ago. Yep. And it's, it's so exciting. Okay. Um, Ready? can I just remind you, right, that you have travelled the world acting? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm having a lovely time. Okay, um, good. Just but checking. But it is lovely when you witness other people and you go, yeah, go you. Of Champion course, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Right. Let's lift the curtain. So... Adam's family is coming soon to Marlow. Am I right, Joe? Woo! Yes, you are right, Roddy. And last week, of course, we um, interviewed one of the actors in the show who's playing Gomez, uh, which is really, really cool. Um, Honestly, I am looking forward to just having a nice, fun time, just even watching it. I know I'm directing it. I know I'm completely and utterly responsible for it, but I just want to sit back and watch it and enjoy it with all the trimmings and the lighting and the sound effects and the smoke machines and, you know, everything like that. It's going to be so, yeah, so nice. great. And this yeah. is, I always think this, it's called a play. I know it's a musical, but it's called a play because it's mm. a game. It's a play. Like, people are enjoying And that interaction you only get live because the audience is more than 50% of the equation. Well, I mean, obviously, our full-time students who are graduating are the stars of the show, but we also have four first-year students who are in it as well, it's, uh, you know, playing supporting roles. And one of them plays Lurch. Uh, and obviously Lurch doesn't have many words to say and lots of groans. But because it's somebody who's very comical playing that role, honestly, I'm a bit scared as to what's going to happen every single show because he just kind of just comes up with stuff and who knows what's going to happen. So I think, you know... The glint in the eye. Oh, Golly, it's just, he's naughty. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so come and find out what he's going to do, guys, because it's just <laughs> so worrying. And that's tomorrow and Saturday, right? It is. Yeah, tomorrow night, 7.30pm. And then there's a 3 o'clock and a 7.30 again on the Saturday. So, yeah, Correct. socially distanced audiences. Very good. I look forward to seeing the photos and hopefully a video. And also coming locally very soon, or at least looking forward to a few weeks to August, yeah. at the Swan Theatre in Wickham, in High Wickham, yep. um, 
and there are a couple of family shows and I thought it would be worth for any of our listeners who are thinking oh what can I do with the kids this mm. summer and um, once you've finished your three different week-long holidays around different parts of the British <laughs> Isles there's Horrible Histories yeah. Balmy Britain now I've seen some of the Horrible Histories before it's usually a two-hander it's madcap they're playing lots of different characters playing different costumes trust me I know that world and <laughs> um, so that's coming at the end of August mm. and so is Fireman Sam Live Ooh. so if you have a little one that loves the Horrible Histories books or loves history or loves anything gory and a little bit cheeky and naughty or you've got a kid who is a big fan of Fireman Sam then those shows in High Wycombe are right up your street I think also Roddy I mentioned this last week but you know once again because of social distance audiences we can't wait to buy these tickets we've got to order them now to make sure that we're going Yeah, because all audiences are halved aren't they so yeah absolutely Yeah. yeah get in there quick in fact run fast to get your tickets oh Run, freedom, run, freedom, run away. My friends, you have to run, 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 freedom, run away. That freedom sun will shine today. Till then you better run, 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 freedom, run away. I'm frightened. Yes, well, you should be. Freedom is scary. It's a blast of cool wind that burns your face to wake you up. Literally? Yes. There's a trickle of sweat that's dripping in your ear. Still, you gotta run, 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 freedom, run away. Run, run away. Now, don't you fret and never fear. To freedom's a one, 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 freedom, run away. There's a great big clad bell on your tail. And it's put his handsmen on your trail. Radio, you can listen on our website, river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android, and you can even tell Alexa, hey, 
play River Radio Live. <laughs> <laughs> that was Run, Freedom, Run from You're in Town, the musical. Yeah. Absolutely love and it. That, speaking of sunshine, it's such a sunny, happy song. Yeah, no, it's gorgeous. I mean, I think you introduced me to that, actually, and, and our guys have performed it and everything because your yeah, mate yeah. Al was in the show. He was. He was yeah. in the West End production of it yeah. a couple of years ago. I say a couple of years ago. I'll probably find out it was about eight years ago. Uh, absolutely. And I'm just getting really old. Speaking of eight years ago, I know I'm, this is going off task a bit, but on my phone on Facebook came a photograph of you oh, no. eight years ago with the lovely Rob Lane. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, and uh, one a gorgeous local um, Marlo mum, Kirsty Vine, all doing a little bit of improv of um, Shakespeare. Do you remember? In the Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Uh, we did Bald Blokes Do Shakespeare. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so, yeah, that came out eight years ago today. Crikey. Yeah. Feels like about ten minutes ago. Now, Let's look to some of the national news. Joe, you're rather excited about a film. I am so excited. Cruella is coming out, starring Emma Stone. And, of course, Emma Thompson, who just looks divine in this film as well. Um, And do you remember a few weeks ago, Roddy, we had Rachel Muldoon um, being interviewed in our um, interview chair. Yeah, and she's in that film. Uh, She's also been sort of showing us some of the costumes now that she's allowed to, that she's been wearing in the show. And, oh, my word. I just... Um, maybe change a career with you know being costume designer because it's so cool. My friend's mum is the costume designer, <gasps> Jenny Bevan. She's won a. She, I mean, she's got Oscars, yeah. um, but she must be up for one for this. It absolutely. looks so cool. Yeah, it's so absolutely stunning. I know it's a little bit on the dark side, so it you know parents are going to have to really just think you know should my kids see this? But the creativity of it is just stunning. And I know that, you know, some people have gone back to the cinema and have been a little bit disappointed because it's sort of like not a huge pick like we've had in previous years. But, you know, all these top films that have been just sitting there waiting are about to come out and I'm very, very, very excited to see And that straddles slightly into digital as well because, of course, you can have it on Disney+. Plus. Um, you have to pay extra for it, but I'm, I'm going to be doing that. I didn't realise that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. D- now... What's the beef with Joseph? You mentioned that something's kicked off on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, so there's a lot of Twitter chat about the fact that, once again, the casting for the new Joseph show. Which we've talked about, cause we, about the narrator. Mm, I'm um, super excited. Yeah. Yeah. 
are giants Every one of us We are giants In our hearts We are giants
might say that love is magical Some might say that you can't get enough Some might say beware, take care Cause anytime it can dissolve into thin air Some might say that love is a game And then some might say get ready for pain I say if you're feeling the same Take the bag of sauce and empty it into your veins When your reputation's only fabulous When your reality is only a dream that it can be Cause it's incredible, absolutely unforgettable People say it's only chemical, but it can't be It's incredible what you're doing to me If I say it all, every word and every syllable Got you high up on a pedestal And you will see it's incredible what you're doing to me Might say love's unpredictable. Some might say love's metaphysical. Makes you feel like you're invincible. Once you got the taste, then it's easy to drink it up. Some might say true love is a myth. Some say true love, no, it doesn't exist. If you say that, then you haven't seen this. This love, I tell you, no, I can resist. When your reputation's only fabulous, that's what love is, what it's supposed to be. It's incredible, absolutely unforgettable People say it's only chemical, but it can't be It's incredible what you're doing to me If I say it all, every word and every syllable Put you high up on a pedestal And you will see, it's incredible what you're doing to me Incredible what you're doing to me Incredible, unbreakable, it's wonderful on the throne, it's the age of men. I'm the lord of my castle, the sovereign, the liege. I treat my subjects, servants, children, a wife, with a firm but gentle hand, noblesse oblige. It's 6.03 and the heirs to my dominion are scrubbed and tubbed and adequately fed. And so I'll pat them on the head and send them off to bed. Our lord is the lord. A British nanny must be a general. The future empire lies within her hands. And so the person that we need to mold the breed is a nanny who can give commands. You getting this, Winifred? Oh, yes, dear, every word. A British bank is run with precision. A British home requires nothing less. Tradition, discipline and rules must be the tools. Without them, disorder, catastrophe, anarchy. In short, you have a ghastly mess. Right, our pick of the week is Rider Spoke, which is a punny name because once you know that it's a bike show, mm. uh, Rider Spoke, and it's a spoken word show. It's happening in Newbury Ooh. again this weekend. It's the 4th to the 6th of June. It's in Newbury on a bicycle. Um, so, so after they've come to see the Adams family, yes. they can go and do this. Yeah, yeah, on your bike, son. So Rider Spoke is a guided tour with a smartphone app and you have your headphones on and you mm. are being guided around using a bike to different parts 
part of Newbury. And I love these shows. There are an increasing number of them where particularly the, it's one of the positives that's been born out of lockdown is how do we mm. still make theatre that's outside and can engage people artistically and teach them something about the place where they live. You meet people that you might otherwise not have realised were there in little hiding places. You can record messages with them and share an experience with strangers and going somewhere with no particular destination. You know, if, you, if you've had a cycle route that you're a bit bored with, I think it's really lovely the idea that you can explore your town in a new way with fresh mm. eyes. Now, Riders Spoke happened before at the Barbican in London and had a sold out season and it's since happened in 20 cities worldwide so the fact it's in Newbury for just three days is really exciting that sounds gorgeous and the weather is so gorgeous as well yeah you know it's perfect absolutely perfect thanks yeah absolutely introducing us to that that's awesome no problem Right, back to name that show. You've got a suspicion. Will Come it be on. confirmed by the second snippet? If you trust in your soul. <laughs> That's all you're having. It's so interesting that musically it's it's very one vibe and then you've got that vocal that comes in. It's just, <laughs> yeah, I just want, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll give it you again. All right. I've deliberately avoided... It rhymes with the title of the track, which gives quite a big oh. clue. That's in snippet three, so I'm going to leave right. that there. If you can help Joe name that show, joe at river.radio. And now i finished testing you. It's your turn to okay. test me. So, Roddy, for uh, this week's um, quick quiz, you're going to guess what the show is from the props that I describe. Oh, fun. I like the vibe. Yeah. Okay. So, number one, crates, flags, tankards and manacles. Ooh, right. yeah. Okay. Feeling, so that's feeling pretty confident one. on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to go with... Now, I'm going to go... I'm going to chuck something that's a little bit tricky, but... You know, give it a shot. Okay, wish um, <laughs> Fish, guitar, yellow hat, and beer. Not going to lie, that is the trickiest one. I think I know what that is. Do you? Good on you. So, fish, guitar, yellow hat, and beer. Okay, number three, a little bit kinder to you. Marshmallows, flower, apron, rolling pin. Yes, very okay. good. Yeah. Uh, question four. Umbrella, brown bag... Black hat and medicine bottle. Yes, few. That was okay. Umbrella, brown bag, but yeah. touch and okay. go for a minute. But yeah, it's was gone. It? Oh, okay. Last one. Question five. Chalkboard, cake, cup, TV. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's one of my all-time faves. I yes. reckon I might have four. Oh. Which for me is pretty good. <laughs> It is. Can I just run those again? And yes. then you might get this last one. So the first one uh, was crates, flags, ten cards and manacles. Then we had fish, guitar, yellow hat, beer. The question three was marshmallows, flower, apron, rolling pin. The fourth clue was 
umbrella, brown bag, black hat, medicine bottle, and you're guessing the fifth show, the props were chalkboard, cake, cup and TV. So these are all props of shows and you've got to work out what show it was from the list of props I gave Nice flavour to this week's quiz. How fun. Uh, Now, if you think you know the answers, email in to joe at river.radio. Yes, please. And we will find out whether or not you got five out of five after you've Mm -hmm. listened to one of my favourite rogue audition songs that I tend to whack out. it to my lips I take a healthy bite from your dainty fingertips my joy would be complete dear if you were only here but still I keep your hand as a precious souvenir it off. I really don't know why. For now, each time I kiss it, I get blood stains on my tie. I'm sorry now I killed you, for our love was something fine. Until they come to get me, I shall That is the great Tom Lehrer doing I Hold Your Hand in Mine, which I absolutely love. It's such a dark song. Classic Tom Lehrer. Right. Back to the quiz and time's up. I've got my party horn. Am I going to get five out of five? actually so this week we're talking about props from shows and you had to guess which show it came from so the first example uh the first group was crates flags ten cards and manacles and what show would they be found in i'm going les miserables you are correct yes one out of one here we go uh so the next one the group of props are fish guitar yellow hat and beer. Now that's the hardest one. The fish in the yellow hat for some reason and the yellow is pinging with me from the from come from away. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm yes! Really proud of you. Well done. Get in okay. there. So, third one, the group of props were marshmallows, flour, apron and rolling pin. Waitress. Yes, of course. That was a quite easy oh, one, wasn't it? Watch yeah. it go. Okay. Uh, four. Here we go. Umbrella, brown bag, black hat, and medicine bottle. Mary Poppins. Yes. Yes. Oh, you're doing well today. And I know. If you don't get this last one, because I know you love this show. Uh, (laughs) Question five. So the clues were chalkboard, cake, cup, and TV. Matilda. It is. Given given that most of them, I couldn't work it out until I'd heard the final prop. And I got that from each of those individual props. Shows that I'm a bit of a Matilda nerd. Yeah. And if you were playing at home and got five out of five as well, you too can give yourselves a nice big pat on the back. Well done. Speaking of winning things, Joe, I understand that somebody won some tickets. They did. So last week, Roddy, we uh, were giving two tickets uh, away for Marlowe's production of The Addams Family and the person who got the question right the question was 
What is the name of the bald bloke in the Adams family? The answer is Fester. Ah. So, um, yeah, go Mrs. Brothers. So, uh, the winner of those two tickets for the Adams family in Marlowe is Jack Cooper. Well done, so Jack Cooper. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, it's time to go into the vault. So, I'm just going to pop the pin in here. There we go. And then, yeah. as we just hustle ourselves in, there we go. Pull the door shut. Let me grab a coffee quick. Oh. Yeah, no, well done. Gosh, it's a bit stuffy in here, isn't it? They need to get the air con. Right, and then flick on through. This week, we have L. Oh, L for brum, look back in anger. Oh, fantastic. Now, fantastic. have you ever seen Look Back I in Anger? I have not. It originally premiered at the Royal Court mm. in 1956. It's a play by John Osborne, and it is often thought to be the quintessential, if not the first, kitchen sink drama. Okay. Because if you imagine that up to that point, the 50s, theatre had always been set in big drawing rooms, yeah. in big gardens, in country houses, think Oscar Wilde, mm-hmm. and you've always seen nice oak panelled sets. Suddenly, the curtain goes out, and you've got an ironing board, a woman with cur- uh, with rollers in, and a chap just sat on a, slung on a sofa reading a newspaper. Yeah. There is a rumour that there were gasps <gasps> as the curtain flew out at the Royal Court in Sloane Square. Amazing. And now we've got EastEnders and things like that. We're so used to yeah. gritty real life, what real yeah, life looks like. absolutely. But until this, that didn't really happen. <gasps> um, and it's about a guy called Jimmy Porter, who is a bitter working class guy, and he is married to... Alison, who is upper middle class and there's this, Mm -hmm. it's all about the class tension between them the fact that he is very very bright but bitter that she has had more advantages in life due to her class status Mm -hmm. Um, and then crossed with that is you've got this jolly Welsh lodger who's very funny, very dry, some of the dialogue is really whip crack and then there's also Helena who is the friend of Alison and so you've got two men, two women and it does, without giving too much away get a little bit muddy in the marital stakes mm-hmm. it began the angry young men trope and also i'm enjoying the fact that it gives me a very tenuous excuse to play a couple of minutes of this
and this is the Stage Your Programme. You're listening to River Radio, online at river.radio, on Apple, Android and Alexa, and coming very soon to DAB. Still to come on Stage Door, find out if you've correctly managed to name that show. Oh yeah, me, I need to work it out. But first, <laughs> for our Spotlight interview, Roddy spoke to his fellow cast members from the current production at the Theatre Royal Bury St Edmunds. That's right, I did. Oliver Stoney and Naveed Khan, Ollie and Nav to us, and okay. together the three of us are playing 20 characters going around the world in 80 days. Woo! Right, Nav, how many characters do you play? I play in the region of ten. <laughs> Very specific. Can't quite remember. Ollie? Four. Four. Very Four. specific. There you go. Four. Straight out yeah, the traps. Straight in there. Yeah. Even my narration is as filly because you've got narration as well. Yes. Shall I try to list them? <laughs> go for it. Okay, narrator. Can we have them in the voices you do for them? <laughs> London. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then it's f- fix off the yard. What else? I think this is getting boring now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the radio golf. How do you? Yeah. How do you differentiate between them? Is it just a silly voice? Yeah, it's in, in my body. <laughs> I just try to uh, sort of become these people. You know, they, I mean, one one of the characters, you know, could have a limp or something, and uh, <laughs> uh, the costume helps. I mean, there's not much costume we're changing in this, but uh, hats help. <laughs> Mainly hats. What made you want to do it? This show? Mm. Um, I think it's a really good show to come back with. Around the world in 80 days, it's good. I haven't been anywhere for 15 months. So it's kind of ideal. Also, actually, no, that isn't the reason. It's because it sounded like fun to rehearse again and do a show again. And it's a nice small cast, and it's a lot of creativity, and we all have a good laugh. And that's actually why I wanted to do it. The fact it's around the world in 80 days is a bonus, because it is uh, fun to pretend that we're zipping around the world. Yeah, nice. Now, same Um, question to contestant number two. Because I've been desperate to get back on the stage, darling. Um, I was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a comedy is the perfect show to get back into theatre with. Very nice. Now, noting through your past credits, now I see you're in the new Kenneth Branagh film. Oh. How exciting! What's your role and what's the set look like? I play Captain Mahmood of the Carnatic. No, it's called something like the Carnatic. I can't remember now. It's the I filmed it about a year and a half ago, but everything's been delayed. Uh, the release has been delayed due to COVID, and the set was amazing. It was in. Not in Cairo, in Surrey, but um, it's an entire ship that floats on the water and each cabin is real. Each of the main characters have their own cabin and you've got multi-decks and it's lovely. It's absolutely lovely. The set is fabulous. Wow, very good. And Ollie, I see that you've toured China. Oh, yes. Very exciting. Years back, that what was, was that like? It was amazing. We went everywhere. Well, everywhere. Everywhere we were allowed to go. If you go to China and tour to China, as I suspect you know, <laughs> you tend to do the east half of the country. So, yeah, we went all up that sort of side of the country. So, the, obviously, the big one is Shanghai and Beijing, but also places like Dongwang, uh, Chongqing. We went all over the place. It was amazing. And what was it? What was the show? Uh, the Bodyguard. Very nice. What were you playing? A, his name's Ray. Uh, 
uh, he's the kind of FBI informer. He's the guy that informs Frank. The, in the film, it's obviously Frank is Kevin Costner. Um, so he's the FBI guy that informs him and runs all the tests on the notes left for Whitney. And uh, that sounds quite fun. It's quite playing good fun. your best spy. Yeah, yeah, it was quite fun. But it's did my best sort of sketchy New Yorker FBI. <laughs> it's good. I loved it. It was a great tour. culture shock being in China yeah massive I think, I think yes although I suspect 20 years ago it would have been more I think the biggest shock is the language barrier because it's not a um, obviously it's not a romantic language over there is it so you can't you cannot even budget you cannot just try and get away with it luckily we have Google Translate nowadays don't we you can just sort of flash that and you can say thank you and everything else but it's such a difficult language based on intonation and how did you get past the firewall, the great firewall of China? I got a um, BPM. Oh, I see. So you were using Google all the time? I was using Google all the time. I was a yeah. tight person who was using, <laughs> who was using Wi-Fi wherever I could cling on. Oh, uh, yeah, VPN. But luckily, we were there so long, basically a handler took us to the local mobile shop and did a deal with them. We all got these sort of 20-quid contracts that lasted us six months and it was just complete, like, free data for everything. Oh, yeah. Long, right. long gig, then? Long gig, yeah. Long enough to kind of... Some people went slightly mad. <laughs> and those who, went, who didn't go mad kind of really settled into it. Luckily, I was one of the latter, so I kind of settled right into it and kind of enjoyed it and saw it for what it was because we weren't anywhere longer than two weeks well no Shanghai and Beijing three weeks but no, nowhere else longer than two weeks so you've got so little time to kind of em- embrace a huge city like cities four or five times the size of London aren't they yeah. these places so just get stuck in was there a holiday in the contract well a couple of the venues were basically holidays anyway I mean we went to Qingdao on the east coast halfway up basically a holiday resort it's just like, like long that. beaches which you don't associate with China yeah. at all long beaches it felt like you were in Italy or Spain yeah. and Don Juan we just went it was basically a, a resort so we just kind of sat out by the pool when we weren't doing a show very nice yeah did yeah. you take a lot of photos yeah a boring amount of photos I sat down with my mum immediately afterwards and tried to take, do a little slideshow with her and she literally, <laughs> literally shut it down by the end of the first course. She went, okay, another time I think we'll do the rest. I was like, this is literally just Shanghai. I've literally just done the first two, three weeks. Yeah. And this is the inverse of the classic, your aunt showing you yeah. photos of their holiday. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, hundreds of photos. And just thinking about this last year, like how have you pushed through? What's kept you busy? What's kept you upbeat? My kids have kept me busy. <laughs> yeah. Two kids under five, so that's kept me busy, homeschooling, and my allotment. Ah. Yes. I've enjoyed grown veg <laughs> on the cliff top, on the white cliffs of the southeast. Oh, very nice. Yeah. What about you, all? 
I was lucky that I, I'd gone back to school for the first half of all this. Of the first lockdown, I was completing a degree. What was that in? Uh, English Lit. Masters in English Lit. Oh, wow. And then, other than that, reading, I did a lot of kind of, I like a lot of the nation, did a lot of sort of fitness stuff in the first half, which all went to pot in the subsequent lockdown. Quite cooking took over from fitness <laughs> exercises. <laughs> so they completely undid all the work, yeah. Yeah. And since we're spending our subsistence money at high speed by dining out every day, yeah. I I thought I'd ask you one of those classic dinner party questions of if you were to have an extra guest at the table, who would you bring? Dead or alive? To our table, the three of us. Yeah, I reckon. Who's coming out with us? Go on, you guys go first, oh. then I can compliment your guests. Ah. Who'd be good? I mean, you could go interesting, couldn't you, with someone who's, you know, Giles Brandreth, who's got those anecdotes, <laughs> but it'd be not for someone who was genuinely fun. I think someone like Graham Norton's a good shout. Someone who can have a laugh and be silly, but also has interesting anecdotes, also is switched on. You could talk to him about books if you wanted to, because yeah, he's a yeah. novelist these days I think he's a good shout actually yeah uh, he's pretty uh, versatile someone with a rep yeah yeah definitely right so we've got Nav Ollie Roddy Graham Norton <laughs> Victoria Wood oh, oh that's good that yes, is good please that is a great and great one. A, I'm a fan but I know you guys are more of a fan so it'll please all three of us yeah, that she was, that's a good choice and I think she'll probably get on quite well with Graham Norton oh, definitely well, at least he'll pretend to anyway. Like, <laughs> classic, classic. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> uh, do you have a favourite job? Other than this, my favourite jobs are the ones I don't have to do much on. <laughs> no, my favourite job was probably at the RSC Tamburlaine, and that's because of the director. Who was the director? Sir Michael Boyd. Is he uh, Sir Michael Boyd? Yes. Hey. He's a knight of the realm oh, who, who slept in my bed. Um, we, <laughs> shit, I, I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, I just loved working. I just loved working with him. Why? The atmosphere in the room was just lovely. The the mutual respect for every single person, whether it was a director, assistant director, actor, uh, technical sound designers, fight directors, everyone. It, it felt like a collaborative process, and his understanding of the text was lovely, and the understanding of people, humans. It was just a very relaxed, gentle, respectful, and funny rehearsal room. Oh, well, speaking of collaboration and mutual respect and being relaxed, I'm conscious that we're on. <laughs> in an hour so <laughs> thank you for joining me backstage for this chat a pleasure da, 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 ba, da, ba, ba. Name that show. when we all need a lift trim your sail you won't fail find your grave Completely, that last word. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, what I think is amazing is that it's, it's so... I mean, you've done a really good job of the edits, Roddy. Thank you. Because, yeah, I mean, the first one could have been a particular thing, but when you get to the second one, you're starting to hear there's a bit of a spoof thing going on here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, we get to the end, and it's... Um... So, uh, wait for it, Joe. Don't say it. What is it? <gasps> it's Bamalot. It... Is the distinctive. Good choice. The, I love it. It's so silly. It's one that I sometimes just idly listen to when I'm walking around because it's just yeah. daft and makes you smile. And I thought Grail would probably give it away from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And also Tim Curry's voice. I thought number yeah. three might tease you a little bit yeah. more. So well done if you got that right. We'll play the full track at the end of the show. Fantastic. But for now, it's time for us to head off into the day, which is exciting. And I need to, you know, get my coffee that you did not bring me this morning. But that's 
that's okay. It's not, a little bit of an issue, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. In the future, we'll try and address these balances. I'll talk to HR. Uh, Joe, you've got to go and get a show launched up and running. I do. Adam's family this weekend, 4th and 5th. Uh, go to jamtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets. And join us next Thursday at 11 on River Radio. For more from the stage
spread the word. 